Hi, I'm Hathaway Hester from Chicago Area Archivists. I'm also archivist and digital preservation librarian at the National Association of Realtors. 2018 marks the fourth annual Chicago Open Archives event, an annual event that is focused on opening the doors of archives across Chicago to the public. And today, in honor of Chicago Open Archives, I'm here with past participant Greer Martin, Discovery and Metadata Librarian at the Paul V. Galvin Library at Illinois Institute of Technology. Hi, Greer. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Hathaway. Thanks for having me. In a university setting, you must get a fair amount of students through your doors. What are the students and faculty typically looking for when they visit your archives? It's a wide range. We have an architecture school. It's part of IIT. And Mies van der Rohe was the director of that school for 20 years. So we do have a fair bit of uh, kind of like foot traffic coming in among people who are curious to see what kind of blueprints he might have, what sort of materials related to the planning and building of his buildings on campus that the archives might hold. And we have actually not a huge collection of that. His papers are at MoMA in New York City. But yeah, it kind of runs the gamut. It's uh, IIT is a STEM school primarily, so... I think there's maybe a less like direct route from, let's say, humanities programs, because we have a lot of engineering students, a lot of computer science students. So it's really a wide range of interest. I see. Do you get faculty who work with you guys to develop lesson plans? Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. um, from the Institute of Design, we have faculty who come in and bring their class, and they will kind of do a day or an afternoon in the archives going through our collections that relate to the history of the Institute of Design, which includes like the Bauhaus and the new Bauhaus. And in terms of the public, uh, when you've had the public come in and view your collections, what's the reaction been? People are, I think, the first reaction is that people are really interested in being there. Our archive was closed um, to the public. It was more kind of a campus unit appointment-only hours for researchers. And so I think a lot of people, including people on campus, just hadn't really seen the archives before. So COA was a great opportunity for us to kind of show off what we have, even just show off our space. So many people come through the library. We are located in the library. It's a really popular place on campus for students, and they just pass right by that door. So our kind of opening of the archives coincided with COA's, like, first years. So it was a good opportunity for us to actually get people in who are already, you know, faculty students on campus. And what was the impetus for opening the archives? We had kind of a change in direction for that unit. It was sort of more formally brought in as part of the library. And there was, yeah, just an interest in kind of opening that up. It was never really a closed archive, but just sort of it got a little bit of a facelift in that way. Like, you know, windows were installed in the door so people could actually see in and sort of recognize it as a space that was, that potentially held some library collections rather than just like a, a random door <laughs> that might be a closet. Right. It was a more welcoming environment. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And in previous years with COA, uh, what types of materials did you show off? We had a variety of materials. We have kind of our greatest hits collections, like a lot of archives do. Um, so we tried to kind of pull things that told a sort of complete story, of, you know, in an overview type of way of the history of the university. So we have some artifacts materials that relate to 
the two predecessor institutions that formed IIT. That's the Armour Institute of Technology, which was founded in 1890, and the Lewis Institute, which was 1895. So those two institutes joined to create IIT in 1940. So we have a good bit of material related to those two institutes. We would, you know, so pull out some things related to that. We also had our ID collections, Institute of Design, the materials that researchers come kind of from all over to look at, which includes a lot of great photographs of students in the 1940s and the 1960s in studios and classrooms, making stuff, building stuff, working with textiles. Uh, so a lot of good visual materials in those collections. COA was an opportunity to kind of put those things out. Ralph Pugh, our university archivist, who has been with IIT and working in the archives for a number of years, is an excellent storyteller. He knows um, so much about campus history and Chicago history for that matter. So he does a really good job, skillful job of kind of placing the history of the, of the campus and university within a broader kind of Chicago history. In the past, when you've participated in Chicago Open Archives, who attended? Who did you get coming through your doors? So we did have a, a couple faculty and um, a few students. We also had a good showing of other archivists in Chicago, mostly people who are involved with CAA. And that was actually really great because since we were sort of newly open door, I guess, it was an opportunity for other archivists in, in the region to learn about what we have and they, you know, for the most part kind of hadn't previously known. And that was a sort of nice uh, word of mouth, I think, uh, opportunity for other archivists to learn what we have, maybe, you know, spread it around and kind of get the word out there about our collections and kind of where, where we fit in in the, like, I guess, general landscape of archives in Chicago. Great. And now in the future of an archivist at, let's say, University of Illinois at Chicago gets mm -hmm. a researcher in and that researcher has an area of interest that you might collect, that archivist can refer them out to you. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yep. It was a really good event both years. And it also, again, since we were sort of new to doing that type of programming, it kind of encouraged us to create some workflows, I guess that's maybe more more of a formal word than for what it actually was, but around promotion and just sort of how how we do promote for something like this and what works on our campus and in our library and just really practical considerations like, is that big bulletin board enough for kind of plastering it with flyers or do we need to do other things? How does social media come into this? So kind of mobilize that, I think, as well. So it was really a win-win situation. So not only did the public get to see what you collect and become more aware of your collections, but it was a learning experience for the staff as well. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And, you know, like anything, if you have the opportunity to do it year to year, you learn what worked and you can apply that to all kinds of other events as well as COA in, you know, the subsequent years. And... In the past, have you attended other archives open houses as part of COA? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I went to the Ryerson Burnham archives, I think in the first year. I think I stuck to the weekend events. So maybe that was the second year when it was sort of all over um, the month of October. But it, it was a great opportunity for me. I 
have been here, been in Chicago for three years. So year one and two, 2016, 2017, I was definitely still getting to know these spaces and these archives and collections. So it's a great fun thing for archivists to get to participate in just as a visitor. It's a really eye-opening experience. It's always fun to see how other archivists work and mm-hmm. how, they're, how they keep their collections, how they organize things, and even just what their reading rooms look like. Yeah, can be exactly. very helpful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you can get into that shop talk pretty easily in other <laughs> venues, and it is kind of nice to just be another audience member. You know, you're one of any member of the public who who is inside. So it's a little different than like a CAA tour where you are kind of there as a professional and you're viewing those things, the space, the containers, the systems with that eye. But to kind of step back and take that hat off and just kind of, you know, wander around, look at photos. And it's a nice opportunity that I don't think normally you would get. It's nice to have those conversations happening in the month of October because it is American Archives Month, mm-hmm. which is why Chicago Open Archives started originally. And it's great to hear that people are talking about archives, maybe thinking about archives more because of events like Chicago Open Archives. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a great combination. It was smart to position it in October to begin with, and it's great that it's actually all month now. I kind of like that new format. I do too. It means that throughout the month of October, we have archives kind of front and center in our minds and maybe front and center in the minds of some members of the public who hadn't really thought about archives before or it's been a while. Uh, It's an opportunity to open our doors and bring them in. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today, Greer. Thank you. And I hope you have a wonderful American Archives Month and Chicago Open Archives. Thanks. You too.